welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you for coming tonight. We're very uh, happy to be here tonight with a very special guest, Duo Acoustico. guys for coming on the show tonight thank you, we, thank you i ran i was, uh, was a few months ago i was at the uh restaurant magnus here in in uh, madison i'm trying to remember what the uh, address is on mifflin street i believe wilson it's east wilson. wilson wilson thank you yeah uh do you know the the street address uh 121 uh, that, uh, 120 i think it's 120 or 121 yeah. east wilson yeah right around the square the uh, the out, yeah. outer ring around the capitol building here in madison wisconsin but you guys are there every Thursday night around, uh, around 8.30? Yeah, 8.30. Yeah. Uh, great um, Scandinavian cuisine. <laughs> yeah. Great, and then, and then they come in and listen to beautiful Peruvian music. Oh, yeah. And get very confused. They don't understand why they're eating fish and listening to... No. Uh, but you guys are... are uh, Franklin... Well, we have uh, Franklin Gomez here. Yeah. And you are from Peru. Yeah, you're from Peru, yeah. 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 And Richard Hildner, also family is from Peru, but you grew up here in the yeah, state, born, born here. here yeah. Yeah. Monroe, right? Uh, Live, uh, Monroe? Monroe? Monroe Street. Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very different. In Madison. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But that must be really interesting growing up in Monroe, Wisconsin. Um, great place, though. But um, what got you guys, how long have you been playing together as a duo? Two years. Yeah, for about two years. 
Okay. We started to, uh, we got together one time because there was a Peruvian festival. Yeah. Me and my uncle, we play music together because that's how I learned from my grandfather and from my uncles. And yeah. so we, we had a group together and then, and then we met him or he know him because he was teaching ESL to his son. And then uh, for that festival, we did a performance together and then we formed a group as uh, a trio. Yeah. Uh, but that was predominantly Andean music, music okay. from the Andes. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, our tastes um, were a lot of, you know, a lot of different uh, music from Peru. Uh, so we also, we wanted to start kind of a project where just him and me interpret different uh, songs from all over Peru and yeah. also uh, from other parts of the world. So what part of Peru are you from? I mean, uh, Sao Peru is, uh, is the apartment Arequipa. The, it's a district Moyendo. That is in the coast. The okay. coast. city, okay. Moyendo. Yeah. Okay. And I was very uh, curious when you, I, was, I asked you, you know, about your training and your background. And it sounds very similar to, from what I hear, I mean, I'm sure in, in other parts of the world as well, but like in <coughs> Brazil, I know also it's very true that, you know, people tend to grow up listening to music from a very small age, young age, and it's just, it's, it's just natural. The rhythm is it just so infused, and it's just not that way here in the States so much, I think. It's not yeah. as common. Not it as depends common. on what culture you're a part of, you know? Yeah. There's different cultural groups in the U.S. that have that. Sure, yeah. But then some, I know some other groups, they, this is de-emphasized, because I think they come from parts of Europe where it wasn't too, it's not a, a very important for them so just the culture yeah. where they came from yeah and I think also it has to do with dance too I mean when we think of European yeah. concert music you know it's not about dance it's about you listen you sit and you listen to this music and I think it, it's perceived differently you know it's not kids don't attach themselves to that as readily kids dance they want to dance right. <laughs> well we're just making broad we statements. are broad sweeping statements broad and I can't wait for people to right. start calling in and <laughs> Yep. Talk yeah. to Mr. Andy Levitt. No, I always do that. I'm getting in trouble. Blame <laughs> it on Andy. But also, I know when, when I was listening to you playing at the restaurant Magnus here in Madison, you also, you know, you're not going to do it on the show tonight so much, but to just certain restrictions, but um, you do great arrangements of all kinds of stuff. I, there were some Beatles and some Paul Simon and some great classical works that you guys have worked out. But that first tune that you did tonight, I've heard that before, though. That's a, that's a very traditional. What is that called? That's, that's called um, the Father Inca, Padre oh, Inca. Okay. And it's yeah, it's just kind of a traditional song. I actually of that particular song, I don't know the origins yeah. too well. Okay, but I've heard that a, a lot in different settings. Yeah, it's okay. a traditional song in Peru. Yeah. So you wanna play another tune? Yeah. Thank you. 
that, that first theme there is very recognizable. It's from, well, Paul Simon used it, but mm. it's a traditional song. Yeah, right? it, was, it was written around the turn of the century okay. by um, Daniel Aloña Robles. And he was a Peruvian composer. And I think he wrote it for an opera. Okay. And, mm. and, but it's, it's, now it's kind of like an anthem. Yeah. And uh, I find it very fascinating, too, that, uh, that this five-note, uh, that melody and, and another one in there, you've got this pentatonic, this five-note scale that's basically the blues scale as we know it. And how did that develop, or did it, you know, parallel to the African-American, yeah. Or was it brought in and mixed together? Who knows, yeah. you know, it's, maybe it's yeah. always been with humans. Uh -huh. Like ever since they left Africa, like who knows? Like there's no. Yeah. It's like every culture in the world uses that scale, so. Yeah. It's really. Yeah, isn't that impossible interesting? To know. I don't know. One of the other things I find fascinating about this kind of music and the way you're playing it mm -hmm. is that there's no shyness. It's all just, ha! You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. very there's strong. Sub there's yeah. subtlety though. There is a lot of subtlety, yeah. but it's put out there with chutzpah or something. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. It's just a... Uh, well, have you, guys yeah. been, you guys have been playing since you were little. Very young. Since you were children? Oh, me, I played that. Me, 14 years. 14 years old? Yeah. Yeah. That's and a long time to be playing. That's a long time. Yeah. Um, with the, in Peru, is there a culture of, uh, musically, is guitar very prevalent? Yeah, it's, it's like one of the central instruments. Yeah. Like all of Peruvian music, is, a lot of it is really based on the guitar. Okay. So, I mean, it's... Um, see, during the colonial times, there was different restrictions on which instruments different people could play. And the indigenous people, they were really only allowed to play the harp and the violin. So a lot of the, a lot of the native kind of uh, melodies and, and techniques were all adapted to those instruments. Yeah. Um, and then the guitar at that time period was a little bit more aristocratic instrument, but then you know as the as time went by, you know especially in this last century, the guitar kind of went all into the the culture. So at every level, yeah, mm -hmm. there's just the guitar is like central to it. Yeah, it's such a great instrument. It's very portable. <laughs> yeah, very it's, very got, it's got the yeah. bass, the bass notes, and it's got the yeah. high notes, so people like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for coming. What what, what else do you have? All right, now we're going to play a song that's... So Peru has, has mainly three, three different cultures that um, everything is made up of, which is the indigenous culture, the African, and the uh, European, the Spanish. So every, all Peruvian music has a different mix of, of those different cultures. So this is kind of a... This is mu music from the coast. This next song is about uh, these old gentlemen who used to ride on these special horses, these they're called a Peruvian pass horse, is a special breed. And this is has African and European influence. What was special about the horses? Um, the, the the way they could be trained, and they're 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 like Arabians, kind of, but they they were just really beautiful, and they could also be trained really well.
I gotta ask, can you um, separate out the influences by Peruvian, Spanish, and yeah. African? Mm -hmm. Can you show them? Can you show the specific different ones to us? Like the the melodies are very like follow kind of indigenous. Okay. Um, like what's an example of an indigenous? You know, Peruvian. Peruvian. That's 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 like wino, but like like me like melody and like. like Okay. Now, what's the Spanish part? The Spanish part Almost is the, you know, the like. The flamenco. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, that, that was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask too, how, how improvisational is this, in particular the thing you just did? How, how much is arranged and is arrangement, and how much of it is just going? It's like a skeleton kind of arrangement. It's like a skeleton, and then, mm -hmm. and then the everything that fills it up is improvised. So the, okay. the accompaniment is like kind of improvised, but there's a skeleton to it. But then like the melody is a skeleton, but then you can embellish it. And then the last part is just all improvised, you know. Yeah. So you're both really you're both embellishing. Richard Hiltner, you're you're playing. Richard's playing um, mostly the rhythm part. Yeah. Per se, and Franklin is is doing most of the lead. There's a little yeah. back and forth, but yeah, I, I can hear you also following Franklin too. It's interesting to hear that. Yeah, company. it's. I mean, a lot of it too, because I'm from here. Like, I learned a lot from just playing with him. So yeah. it's like he's like my teacher too, you know. Yeah. So, and it's so amazing too. When I asked you before the show, both of you really talking about uh, well, learning from from relatives and friends and and. But also essentially being self-taught, not saying, you know, there was no, like, quote, formal musical training. Am I right or no? Or would you... No, I... It's only from my hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. will study. Me only know is the, a little bit of music, know the notes and the pentagram. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I don't read that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't read notes, okay. Don't start, you don't need to. Well, if this is an example of an ear player, I'm yeah. frightened. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. Because we're so used to that, I think in particular here in the States, you know, that we're so used to the formal musical education, like in the, it sounds like there's definitely this big jazz influence in there, these, these crazy chords and moving the stuff around, but you're doing this by... By, by ear and what you've learned from... That's yeah, always like, really exciting. Like yeah. all the, I mean, if you go to Peru and you, you go to some party, um, like in the city, you know, like, and you see the guitars there, like they'll be reaching for all the chords like that jazz musicians here reach for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like they reach for all the same type of chords, you know, and, but they just learn it. By ear and stuff. Just by imitating, you know, they see someone else right. do it and then they yeah. copy it. You know? That yeah. that go they're going that note that I want is there that sound I yeah. want is there it is right there yeah like there's like tradition like people you know they do like like yeah but, but then like like people be like you know all the passing those, chords yeah. and stuff yeah people people do all this you know embellishing yeah. on the because Peruvian music also influenced by American jazz yeah, yeah. you know I'm sure so. we're all influences on each other. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have been smart enough to come up with that on my own. I would have, I had to. You have to copy it off of somebody. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Got another tune? Yeah. Maison. Maison. This is the original composition that Franklin wrote. It's called Madison. Thank you. 
Beautiful. Is that is Madison? Is that on a CD? Yeah. Which which one of is it on? What? In the second one. Number two. Um, duo Acoustico, Richard Hildner and Franklin Gomez. You have three CDs out: Acoustic One, Two, and Three. So that's easy to remember. I like that. <laughs> and uh, you don't have a website currently. No. Right. Um, and we'll ask, and maybe there's a, I don't know if you would like to put your email address on our, on our yeah. website when we post a po podcast or something. Okay. We can talk about that, or not. <laughs> but if you are in Madison, please come out to the Restaurant Magnus Thursday nights to catch these guys at eight, around 8.30. We have some time for a couple more. Do you have, okay. have some more?
Right, we're going to do um, a, a song from Paraguay, and after that, after that one, we'll finish up with Afro-Peruvian song. Obviously, a dance number, right? Because I could hardly sit here. So this next one's going to be this last one's going to be a medley of different Afro-Peruvian rhythms. Okay. Some rhythms are samacueca, lando, festejo, just several different rhythms that they have. And to say again, this is duo acústico, Richard Hildner and Mr. Franklin Gomez, the Peruvian, uh, the Peruvian uh, Jimi Hendrix.
Excellent. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you very much. Inc incredible talent here in Madison, Wisconsin, all the way from Peru. Thank you. A dual acoustico, Richard Hildner on guitar, Franklin Gomez on guitar, both playing cajon. And uh, you can catch them every Thursday night here in Madison, Wisconsin, restaurant Magnus at 8.30 p.m. You can come to our website, madtoastlive.com, probably for more information, hopefully. And uh, they do have three CDs out. You can contact us, and we'll get you a hold, a hold of them. Um, thank you so much tonight here. Uh, uh, special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, Andrew Eggert uh, with technical assistance. Um, thank you to the Brink Lounge and WORT 89.9 FM here in Madison, Wisconsin. And WORT HD. That's right. Thank you for listening. <laughs>